distance compensation. Call Jeff Anderson and Associates to learn more. 1-800-IT'S-TIME. 12011 San Vicente Boulevard, Los Angeles, 9004. Excuse me, now that I have your attention, may I ask you this question? Why do you believe police brutality continues to exist in this country? Do you believe it to be a systemic problem or should we judge police misconduct on a case-by-case basis? And what's your opinion on the best course of action to solve the problem? Well, you've come to the right place. You're listening to LA's all-new progressive talk radio station of the people, by the people, and for the people. It's KBLA Talk 1580, and we've got you covered around the clock. Racism. We don't hate white people, we hate the oppressor, whether he be white, black, brown, or yellow. We've got you. Progressive politics, we got you. Health and wellness education, we have you covered. You gotta be kidding me. A black-owned and operated evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Welcome home, LA. Yeah. We're all in this together. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s Lamert Park, we've got a lot to talk about. We are going to have to fight, we're going to have to struggle, we're going to have to struggle relentlessly to bring about the And then push the needle I'm walking tall Cause I know that y'all expect me to lead To push the message I am willing to bleed I gotta get what I need That's social reform That's prison reform I'm highly informed Don't put down a pen I got a list I can't resist I preach it till I talk with a list And who you know gonna give it to you like this and here on KBL yeah. They talk 1580 yeah. We gonna get it yeah, to we gonna get it The whole world don't smile They out of your media hey. The hey. others tell it But they truths Have some limits We got, some limits we got that food for soul Now what hey. they feeding you Black lives matter all the time yeah, let's talk about it School to prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. Police brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk about hey. it. You know, before we begin, can I, Miles, do you get people on your Instagram all the time like Forex and uh, Bitcoin and. What time? Every single time you accept them into your graces, you know, let them become one of your followers. 30 seconds later, they're in your inbox. Hi! Do you get that too? Yeah, but you gotta respect the hustle. How are you? Every single time. Mm-hmm. It happened to me three times this morning. As an artist, I get hit up about trying to like buy plays on Spotify and YouTube stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, but imme- it's immediate. Though. Immediately, yeah. I'm I'm sick of it. Is there any way you can block that nonsense? I mean, you can block them after they send it to you. Know where they are, but you can't stop it before it comes. Make sure you don't send them no information. That's how you get your Instagram hacked and you become one of the... What do you think, I'm crazy? I don't give them nothing. I don't even answer. I just like, boom, delete. 
Delete, 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 delete. Get out of here. Be sure you got all your notifications, all your uh, your security authentic- authentication, whatever that long word is. You know what I mean? Make sure, I think make sure everything is authorized for you. You know what I mean? Make sure all your uh, security measures are in place. Make sure your email's backed up. Make sure your phone number's backed up. Because seriously, they're taking people's Instagrams left and right. I Highway think- robbery style. They would take your stuff, change your password, and you can't get in. Wow. No, I need everything to be right, man. I'm marrying Janet Jackson next year. Uh, my everything, my credit, everything got to be right. You have to start all over with zero Instagram followers. I could do that. I'm about to be Mr. Morrison Jackson. And Facebook followers and oh, Facebook friends. Okay. I've been on Facebook since 2009. Is that right? Okay, same. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I got a ton of followers, but I could clean that up in a minute and just say, I'll start over. I told you, as Danny Morrison Jackson or Jackson Morrison. All right. I'll do it. Because I'm Janet Jackson's husband. I'll have a ton of followers just based on that. They'll be like, oh, y'all better, y'all better respect Danny. I'll say, nah, he's a scammer. He's a forex scammer. <laughs> hey, that's that's real talk, by the way. <laughs> They'll be like, wait a minute. Who's this guy? <laughs> Date not clean. Let's deal. All right, let's get into it. Speaking of queens, by the way. Let's talk about it because we got a lot to talk about right here. KVLA Talk 1580, Middays with Danny Morrison. Back from another stellar weekend that allowed me to recharge my internal batteries and get my head right for this incoming week. There's some great KBLA activities on the horizon, and I need to know that my body is prepared to take on the festivities that my energy levels are maxed out to get y'all the best that I've got. This coming Wednesday, we have our next KBLA brand mixer with an assortment of kings and queens already signed up to attend one of the most effective networking tools involving the African-American community in the city of Los Angeles. Facts. And at the nucleus of the event is a segment of the black community that has not only held our neighborhoods down in times of crisis, but in my opinion, are also leading the charge on building black business as we navigate through this racial reckoning. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you the Queens. Once again, I need to preface this entire conversation with a disclaimer by saying that I have nothing but respect for the Kings within the black business community. Black men have a different set of circumstances to face in our everyday lives, and the fact that some of us can overcome those barriers, yet still achieve our dreams is proof positive that we are the strongest people on earth. Black men have to face police brutality and gun and gang violence and the school-to-prison pipeline and more, and it usually has adverse effects on the majority of us in some way, shape, or form. So when a king rises from the ashes like a rose that grows from concrete, it shows that God is still in the miracle business. So kudos to the kings on that nonstop grind out there that may be listening right now. I see you. I salute you, King. But what black women face is different, though. Some might say that it's even more difficult and perhaps even more complex. Let's not forget that black women are the ones left to hold down the household when we men drop the ball by being an absentee father via the jail, the gun, or by choice. Black women also have to deal with being the least likely to marry, with 70% of our queens having to yet walk down the aisle. As a matter of fact, 62% of black women are currently single. And one of the primary drivers of those statistics is because we African-American men are far quicker to jump across the tracks to date another race than our women ever are. They stay loyal to Darnell and Deshaun, while we stay loyal to Becky and Bianca. 
Black women also find themselves also paradoxically having to fight to solidify a positive image considering society likes to hypocritically put them down with the worst of stereotypes by calling them loud, calling them aggressive, and calling them sexually promiscuous. All while working to be exactly like them by stealing their hairstyles, their body types, their clothing styles, and their vernacular. And that's why it's pretty impressive that our queens are still able to achieve what they have in this country. Yeah, I can sit here and categorically break down how black women have lapped us in us black men in education and home ownership and, and are even consistently outperforming us as being the head of household. But what's amazing is that they're doing this while still making less money than we men are. The long-standing income gap remains even today. But the one big way in which they are outshining us is something that we should all be extremely proud of. Not only because they are making the black community perform better than ever, but because they have been beating white America at its own game in various ways. I'm talking about business. And to be more specific, I'm talking about building black business. According to Forbes.com, black women have created new business at a rapid clip, far outpacing other racial and ethnic groups. The face of female entrepreneurship overall is becoming a lot less white. Black women represent 42% of new women-owned businesses, three times their share of the female population, and 36% of all black-owned employer businesses. And check this out. Majority black woman-owned firms grew 67% from 2007 to 2012 compared to 27% of all women and 50% from 2014 to 2019, representing the highest growth rate of any female demographic during that time frame. Black women out there doing it, man. They're overcoming the odds and transferring that same toughness and metal that we've, been, that we've witnessed in our neighborhoods for decades and reconstituted it for corporate America. But with all this good news, there's still underlying issues that thwart our queens from reaching the pinnacle of commerce and community. You see, most small businesses lose money for the first three years they're in business. Throughout the genesis of any new business, you usually allocate whatever profits that are accumulated and distribute them toward marketing and advertising, new product lines, and an expansion of your brick and mortar via the storefront or new shelves, or tables, or chairs, etc reinforcing your inventory and your infrastructure for the long term, right? Historically, if a new small business finds themselves teetering, yet still could manage to make it with a small financial boost, that's when a business will seek out outside investors or secure loans from commercial banking institutions and or credit unions to help them weather the storm. But we African-Americans know how things work in this country, don't we? Please. Don't we? Black entrepreneurs have historically been isolated away from all those funding opportunities that everyone else gets. We know what's up. For example, I don't mean to get off on a rant here. I got to get this off my chest. Look no further than the multiple times Wells Fargo has had to pay out settlements due to lending bias and discrimination against African-Americans over the last 10 years. Kings and queens, do yourselves a favor. I want you to Google Wells Fargo racism and see how that bank continues to show melanated people that we're not only not welcome within their bank branches sometimes, but perhaps a few of their employees will welcome us dangling from tree branches. 
Even the CEO had the audacity to make some disturbing comments about diversity just last year. That's why it's laughable when non-black people, you know, those knuckle-dragging Jethro's out there, try to sell us a bill of goods by saying that we live in a post-racial society and that racism is a thing of the past. They will contort their bodies as much as possible to tell you that institutional racism is a fallacy. They want African Americans to stop making everything about race while hypocritically making everything about race when it doesn't benefit them. Assuming that the only way that the black social structure will be in line with white people is if we shut up, ignore the past, put our heads down, and accept things the way that they are. All while ignoring when the third biggest financial institution in America is working to undercut our people. Joining the racist healthcare industry, exclusionary land use practices, and the biased educational system. And don't even get me started on law enforcement, the judicial system, and privatized prisons. This country isn't becoming racist. It was intentionally constructed this way. This is who we are, Jethro. But back on topic. So our black queens are in quite the conundrum here in 2021. Yeah, they're outperforming every ethnic group in building business, but they don't possess the necessary options to soldier on through the financial instability that America is facing at this present time. The forced quarantine is in the midst of the in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic decimated a large number of women-led black-owned businesses over the last two years. And it'll be tough for our queens to get their heads back above water. They may collectively and magically have that snapback physically after the birth of a job. But snapping back after the birth of a business is entirely something different. So we have to figure something out. I'm talking about us. The black community. Yeah, one of my primary objectives here on Middays with Danny Morrison is to try to motivate us all to shop more with our own people. I mention it practically every day. If you're an avid listener to the broadcast, yes, at last count, I'm about 15% of my money goes towards black business monthly here in the city of Los Angeles. I'm trying to get that number to about 25%. It's actually one of my New Year's resolutions for 2022 to seek out more viable black businesses and not only shop with them regularly, but share with the world just how amazing they actually are. And my hope is that it will inspire you all to also shop more black and perhaps empower that new male or female black entrepreneur to take the leap and live out their dreams as well. In conclusion, allow me to spend a, send a special message to the queens today. We are so proud of you. I see you in my DMs after I, I posted that I was going to be talking about this today. We are very proud of what you're doing, trying to do, and what you're accomplishing right now. Thank you for holding it down our communities in spite of the shortcomings of us kings and leading the charge nationally in the business community overall. If corporate America doesn't do something to alleviate the stresses that you have encountered since quarantine, my hope, my wish, my prayer is that the community that I know and love, the black community, finds a way to coalesce around your business and infuse the necessary monies and resources into your coffers to sustain you for the long term. Shirley Chisholm once said, quote, you don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas, end quote. And you have all done that in spades. We need you. We support you, we love you, 
And thank you for showing the world just how magical you are. Because black girl magic is real, y'all. But that's just me. Tell me what you think, LA. Kings and queens today, huh? Why are black women outperforming black men in black business these days, huh? What do the queens know that we don't? Is it simply because we kings have a different struggle than the queens? Or is it simply that black women are stronger than us? Which they are. <laughs> also, what can we do as a community to get women-led black-owned businesses back on track? They need assistance. Is there a resource here in town that can help them get there? I need help on that today. Yes, there's the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program, and the EIDL, which is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, and some available deferments of mortgage payments, too. But what else can be done to sustain the queens, huh? Just as they are gaining steam. And lastly, are you a women-led, black-owned business? I would love to hear from you today. My mic is yours. How you doing out there? How you been holding up? What barriers do you face that no one else has to deal with that you are faced with every single day? And what solutions can you offer us so that we African-Americans can help you weather the storm? Feel free to call and shout out your black-owned business today. I want to help. Holler at your boy. Your voice is the change. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store. iOS or Android. It don't matter. And that same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus. You just hiss? Like. How's that? Okay. <laughs> like, share. I'm just, you put a little spice on it for you today is what I'm doing. A little, little, little zest. A little bit of zest. Like, share, and com comment, follow, all that. Lively. So, so see, I'm saying. Like, share, and follow your favorite radio stations live on our socials today. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA15. <laughs> Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus, me and my midday partner, Crime Mouse, will take your comments via the ecosystem of this social network and check this out. When we come forward, we'll add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation today. As you just heard, I want the business-owning queens to call the Danny Mo Show today to instruct us on how we can help them get through these troubled times. But as you might be surprised by, I got solutions myself. I got a few solutions. A few. Shocker, right? Real-world, down-home, coffee and kitchen table solutions that won't solve the problem, but it will definitely help us along the way. But first, we need to stop putting each other down. Not only amongst ourselves, but around non-black people. I want us to identify what's being said so that we can end the criticisms moving forward. My seven series today is seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. Yeah, I will give you quotes that we tend to say about these businesses. Then I will briefly tell you what's behind the reasoning there appears to be a problem. Things aren't always as they seem. You need to know the whole story. No, I may not be a bank myself, but you'll be able to take this information to the bank, boy. I can promise you that. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to Middays with Danny Morris at KBLA Talk 1580 on Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. Middays with Danny Morris. It continues when we come forward. We know you stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. 
Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, by the way, I just got a message from Belinda Garner Sparks, one of my favorite listeners for sure. She said, hi, Danny Mo. Happy Monday. Quick question. Can you find out if the KBLA listeners can mail in our gift cards for Christmas? You can do whatever you want to do, queen. Come on now. We're having a toy drive. I was going to get into it in a second, but we're requesting our listeners to bring an unwrapped toy or, or a gift card to the KBLA studios, 4434 Crenshaw Boulevard, just south of Vernon, right here in Lamert Park, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. between now and December 22nd. All toys and gift cards and everything will be donated to the Union Rescue Mission right here in the city of Los Angeles. And for more details, go to KBLA1580.com. If you find it in your heart to donate a toy to put or in our toy box by December 22nd. On behalf of the children, we thank you in advance for your consideration and cooperation. And if you are like myself, and I think a lot of you listening, a lot of question marks around Christmas. And a lot of stress with parents around this time. I know everybody's like all excited, you know. You watch a frosted snowman on TV. You like going to department stores, the Christmas music's playing everywhere. Everybody's all happy, right? I'm telling you, there's a lot of people out there really stressed. Especially when you know you've had a tough year already. Here you are coming down to Pike now. And you're stressed out like, am I going to have enough to get gifts for my kids? Now some would say, that's just the way it goes. That's a part of life. They don't get no gifts this year, that's the way it goes. They need to grow up and understand it. There are circumstances surrounding them that they probably don't understand today. Maybe they'll understand today. No. I, I always say, like, kids, kids shouldn't be a part of grown folk problems. And here's the thing. Let's say that they did understand. Let's say they fully understood that mom or dad or mom and dad are struggling financially. And this year, Christmas probably just isn't going to happen. We can't go get no tree. We can't get no lights outside the house, even though they've been up for the full year. Whole different conversation. But, but, <laughs> but they've also got friends. They got cousins, and I'm telling you, everybody around them is going to be bowling during Christmas. And I mean in a good way. B-A-L-L-I-N-G. Not B-A-W. B-A-L-L-I-N-G. And that wears on a child if they are left out. That's why I got to give mad props to all of these wonderful nonprofits and churches and community-based organizations all around the city of Los Angeles that come together and do toy drives during this time of year. Because I'm telling you, one toy is fire to a kid that ain't got nothing. One simple toy. And you think, ain't nothing but like a, a board game. That's the greatest board game of all time. It's just a teddy bear. That teddy bear will be treasured for years. And also understand this. A lot of the people that go out to those events to get a toy, they'll stand in line for hours to get a single toy for each of their kids. Some of them families are homeless, man. Real talk. Some of those families. I think I mentioned on the broadcast before. Years ago, me and my team, we did a coat and blanket drive back in my hometown. And nothing warms your heart more, so to speak, and makes you cry at the same time. Seeing homeless children come up asking for a jacket. And you just, you, you step, you have to take a step back. Because all you think is, I complain about so much in my life. I was just complaining last night that my food wasn't good. 
And here's these homeless children stepping up just want a coat. So once again, if you could come down here or mail it to us and drop a little something off, I promise you, every single item that you bring down here for the toy drive goes down there to the Union Rescue Mission in Los Angeles. And it's going to put a smile on some kid's face. I'm telling you. Regardless of how, what size it is. I'm just saying. Uh, when we come forward, uh, I got some things to get off my chest. We've also got some house cleaning to do. Probably the most important house cleaning I've done since we started the show. There's some great things coming up with KBLA Talk 1580 even this week. 1-800-920-1580. News and traffic right now. I'll see you on the other side. It's the Middays with Danny Morse. KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Middays with Danny Morrison. KBLA Talk 1580. I heard that uh, Christmas music in the in the stop set right there. We got to do our... What you call me? Uh, we got to... Ho, ho, ho. Careful now. We, uh, <laughs> we got to do our, our Christmas show. You know what's coming. The seven greatest Christmas songs of all time. Yeah, no. You got to be born in L.A., though. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Man, I'm, let me know that show. I'll make sure I am off that day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll come up. We'll come up with something. You know we got to do this Christmas. I'm going to be oh. honest with you, man. I am not a Grinch. I'm not a Scrooge, but I cannot stand Christmas music. Are you serious? I, I, I just can't. You don't walk into like a department store and it's the most wonderful time and not get chills? You don't get chills? I don't get that holly jolly feeling about Christmas. I never really have. not going to lie to you. That's too bad, man. Yeah. It's the one time of the year where I think, you know, there's hope in the world. Because people are Christmas nicer. Time? Man, you walk, into, you walk into a Walmart or something, white people holding the door. There you go, sir. There you go, Negro. You know you're about to... Deposit your check into that uh, self checkout. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they have. I hold the door for you too. What? You know, with all the smash and grabs that's happening all over Los Angeles, I wonder if a a, a group of African Americans walk in, they don't get nervous. Like if you walk in with five of your boys in a Walmart, do they go? It's about to go down. Watch them. You think they get scared? Can we travel in packs anymore? Probably, but you know, it's what it is. Yeah, they following us already anyway. Right. Hey, check it out. We are uh, discussing whether black women are better at black building black business than black men and what we all can do as a community to keep the doors open post-pandemic. And I know a lot of you are saying under your breath, right? Perhaps even out loud. There's one guarantee that we can help these queens keep their doors open, frequent their business, right? As a no-brainer, right? Duh. But here's the problem. I got to go through my exercise again, don't I? In preparation of the one o'clock hour. We got some queens coming up in here. This is my patented my people exercise. And maybe you missed it the first time I did it. I'm going to do it again. Let me speed through it. Get it out the way to set the tone. It's the last time I'm going to do it too. Because I hear every excuse in the book when I ask us to buy black. Whining and complaining from my people when all I'm asking for us to do is help us help us because my people easily the strongest people on earth right my people whose ancestors were preyed upon by bands of slavers that were roaming the african countryside stolen from their homes on the african continent forced to board a ship 
stripped of their belongings, branded, chained, and sent below decks, forced to travel for months through the Middle Passage, stacked in the same position like sardines, lying in their blood, own blood, and urine, and sold into a lifetime of hard labor, rape, and physical, mental, and emotional pain. My people, whose ancestors finally achieved our freedom in 1865, where it's estimated that upwards of four million blacks were given their freedom. Finally, would watch a country that we had just built, by the way, enact black slave codes, laws that require black people to sign yearly labor contracts. If we refuse, we risk being arrested, fined, and forced into unpaid labor, basically back into slavery. My people who watched the torching of a blossoming black community called Black Wall Street over two terrifying days in the city of Tulsa back in 1921 based on a complete lie. Killing hundreds of beautiful kings and queens and burning down an entire generation of black business owners. And causing for the coffers of black generational wealth for multiple black families to go up in flames too. My people that witnessed the passing of Jim Crow laws mandating the segregation of public schools, public places, public transportation, segregating restrooms, restaurants, and drinking fountains between white and black people, keeping us separate but equal. They didn't even want to share a freaking water fountain or sit on a city bus next to us because they thought that we were subhuman and didn't belong in the same vicinity as them after we built this freaking country. My people that witnessed us African-Americans being used as guinea pigs for the Tuskegee experiments. How from 1932 to 1972, a bunch of young brothers from Alabama were forced to suffer from untreated syphilis without their consent. It was known as the Tuskegee Syphilis Study, and the government intentionally withheld the antidote away from those brothers, even after penicillin was invented. Why? Because they wanted to know what would happen when left untreated. My people that witnessed the American government intentionally giving African-American women welfare and government assistance throughout the 1980s and the 1990s, strategically separating African-American families, supplementing the household income as long as the father was nowhere near the home, rewarding families for not having daddy around, a divide and conquer technique that is still affecting us today, while filtering guns and crack cocaine all into our neighborhoods at the same time. My people that are watching the Republican Party actively work to suppress voting rights in African-American communities all over this country to disenfranchise us again. But 21st century style. With so-called patriots swallowing their freaking whistles on what is arguably the most anti-American move one could make, taking away people's right to vote. And finally, my people, Dante Wright, Andre Hill, Manuel Ellis, Rayshard Brooks, Daniel Prude, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Atatiana Jefferson, Aura Rosser, Stefan Clark, Botham Jean, Philando Castile, Alton Sterling, Freddie Gray, Janisha Fonville, Eric Garner, Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, Tanisha Anderson. Say their names. Know their names. We've said their names. We know their names because they were all killed by law enforcement right here in the United States. And my people won't find the time to shop black because Keisha the cashier got an attitude. Keisha the cashier? Got to be freaking kidding me. Because the local soul food spot ran out of lemonade on Thursday, Mouse. 
because the large Sprite at the black seafood place costs a dollar more than the McDonald's down the street. Or because the local chicken spot didn't give you the option to choose flats or drums on your chicken wings. We have become conditioned to find a reason not to patronize black business. And for some reason, our businesses are always guilty until proven innocent. But if you have a bad experience at the produce section at Vons, you'll be back there buying your vegetables next week. If Domino's Pizza sends you a cheese pizza instead of a pepperoni, you still ordering a large pizza for the kids from Domino's that next weekend. And if a waitress has an attitude at your local Red Lobster, you'll charge it to the individual instead of the entire establishment. We give grace to everyone else that would, we would never give to ourselves. And I still cram to understand why. Is it self-hatred? We like to think so. Is it post-traumatic slave syndrome? Whatever it is. I'm freaking disappointed in the fact that we can't get our crap together. So I got to give props today. White America, congratulations. Jethro, congratulations. You succeeded. In the words of the underrated MC Ja Rule, we have been hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked. You've actually forced us African-Americans to believe that we can't trust one another. Not only did you steal us from our homeland, you also stole our willingness to bet on black. Congratulations, white America. I don't know what the hell Wesley Snipes was talking about in Passages 57, but because we African-Americans will never bet on black, ever. That's just not going to happen. All while having the nerve to shout Black Lives Matter at the same time. Stop. Stop. Here's to hoping that we learn to support black-owned businesses far better than, than we have been starting today. Country singer Johnny Cash was once quoted as saying, I feel comfortable in black. Mr. Cash, may he rest in peace. I just wish my people felt the same way. We'll get into all that in a few. Phone calls coming in. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. We've got a seven series. We've got some beautiful queens from EBL Hair coming in at the top of the hour to share this conversation with me. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. we got a lot to talk about. Stay there. It's the most wonderful time, wonderful of, the time of the year. But you're the best listeners all year round. Year round. Merry Christmas to you and yours from all of us at KBLA Talk 1580 and Smiley Audio Media. We're listening around the clock, around the clock, around the clock. and your time to be heard is right now. Now, right now, right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Me and Danny Morris, KBLA Talk 1580, talking small black business today with the queens dominating the scene. Who was that guy that read that spot, that Christmas spot? Was that you? Yeah. That dude had pixie dust in his drawers. You weren't happy about Christmas in that thing? Which one? Hi. It's, you can hear Odana Michi. It's a beautiful Christmas song. That, is that you? Yeah. You don't. You didn't enjoy Christmas in that brother, spot, brother. Brother, did did you not just hear about the people that opened the doors with a smile at Target? <laughs> yes. You were happy in that spot. Of course I was. You love Christmas. That song is fire, by the way. But uh, you sound like you love Christmas in that. That's all I'm saying. I did a good job, didn't I? You did a fantastic job. Hey, man. Yeah. Well, listen. That means everybody else who wants their spot read perfectly <laughs> just. <laughs> Call us up at KBLA 1580 and uh, we'll get you on it. Or maybe the song is just that good to where it brought the Christmas spirit into you. Is that possible? The song's that good as well, yeah. It is a fire song. She's amazing, by the way. I heard her singing on the air. I was like, wow, she can sing on the fly like that? I can't get you to drop bars to save my life. That's a bad mamma jamma right there, <laughs> She's man. She's sad, man. 
out to Sheree. She said she'll uh, be at the KBLA brand mix this weekend. Love to meet her, man. It's going to be fantastic. Definitely. We got phone calls coming in? Huh? All right, we'll get you some phone calls in a second. We got to get the house cleaning out the way, y'all, because it's too important. I told you this might be the most important house cleaning I've done since we started the show. First and foremost, today is another one of my uh, small black business Mondays where, along with help from the KBLA brand managers, Ilya Daly and Lisa Wright, we highlight a black-owned business and bring them onto the Danny Mo Show to briefly discuss their journey, their struggles, perhaps offer up some great advice for rising black entrepreneurs, and, of course, tell you about the bomb products that they have available. And today, I'm honored to welcome EBL Hair into the KBLA Talk 1580 studios. Mom and daughter to Cheryl and Sierra Johnson going to be in to show you why they are one of the most impressive black-owned businesses right here in L.A. EBL Hair, live on Middays with Danny Morrison in about 10 minutes here, the top of the hour, and I may keep him in for the full hour. We'll see. I got a, I got a 7 Series that's right up their alley. We'll see how it goes. That would be unbeweavable if we could do that. Miles, it would just be unbeweavable. I'm just, you know, saying. I mean, it would be a hair-raising experience. It's like, what are you talking Why are you pointing at me? Why, why, what are you talking about? <laughs> unbelievable. You think they could take care of me? It'll be a breath of fresh hair. <laughs> Thank you very much, please. <laughs> please tip your waiter on the way out. <laughs> Hell Throw tomatoes at your waiter on the way out. All right. By the way, today, um, it's Christmas time. We've already talked about the toy drive. And uh, we're going to give every single toy you bring down here to the Union Rescue Mission Christmas store. We would appreciate it. 4434 Crenshaw Boulevard, right here in Lamert Park. Bring an unwrapped toy. We'll drop it in the box. And I believe December 22nd, is that right? Yeah, that's the cutoff date. Bring it down here. Yes, it can be a gift card for those in the DMs asking that question. Unwrapped toy or a gift card. Bring it down here. Every single item you bring, we take it right down to the rescue mission. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, uh, the brand mixer is back. If you missed the last one, we got you. If you were there, you already know what time it is. Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, 6 to 9 p.m. at the District by GS, 3888 Crenshaw Boulevard. It's uh, already your favorite destination to eat, drink, and vibe. You can sing along to your favorite R&B hits while you network and mingle. And the RSVPs are off the chain. You can probably meet your favorite on-air host while you're there, too. I think the whole crew's going to be in the building. Go to KBLA1580.com to register. It's the KBLA brand mixer exclusively from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. And last thing I know we're up against. Let me get this in, Miles. Uh, actually, we got a few things to get in. Uh <laughs> You can win tickets to see Elder Bard, Switch, DW3, and Friends at the Globe Theater. Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. It's Sunday, December 19th. You can spend the holiday with the legendary Elder Barge and Switch for this first ever reunion concert. They've added a second show due to high demand. It's going to be on Monday, and it's the hot ticket for the holiday season right here in L.A. It's taking place at the iconic Globe Theater here in Los Angeles. And tickets for Monday are available. Sunday is sold out. They got cocktail tables for up to four to eight people. There's general admission, standing room only. Also, if you want tickets to the Monday, December 20th show, I'm doing something different this week because I know it's a hot ticket. Here's what I want from y'all this week. I want videos this time. We've done the audio with you using the open mic feature on our app. I want Elder Barge videos, meaning... I want you to record yourself singing your favorite Elder Bard song. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Okay? 
email it to me, Danny at smileyaudiomedia.com. Just take You'll never get them tickets away. <laughs> you don't think people, you know how we are. You know how we black people are. Come on. Hey, look, you, you, know, you know that people really know when they can't sing because they're not going to send the videos in. But I don't think, although we all think we can sing, what percentage of us can actually sing? You know, I think sending it in on video to the radio station, I think they, eh, <laughs> I think they scared. Are you scared? Ooh, y'all scared. Don't be scared. 15 seconds is all I want. Just get it. Because I've been thinking about you. Uh, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it for my shower. Do I get the tickets? Nah. <laughs> so 15 seconds, okay? Sing it to it. Send it to me. Danny at SmileyAudioMedia.com. And you could be in the room with the goat on Monday, December 20th. RDMJ Entertainment presents Soulful Sundays live with Elder Bard Switch, DW3, and friends. Sunday and Monday, December 19th and 20th. Show starts at 7 p.m. For more information or to purchase tickets yourself, see tickets.us or eventbrite.com. We got a lot to talk about. When we come forward, more information. We'll take a couple phone calls coming in right now. Middays with Danny Morse, KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Say that. Middays with Danny Morse. It continues when we come forward. Hi. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lumert Park, USA. The heart of Lumert Park, USA. We're listening, and the convo continues right now. Middays with Danny Morse, KBLA Talk 1580. I'm sorry, you should see these queens walking up in my studio right now. You should just see it. They all color coordinated and everything. I didn't I didn't get the memo to wear my, my beige sweater. What's the deal? Put those headphones on while we're doing it. Let's go to the phones real fast while these beautiful ladies set up. Let's go to Morris real quick. Morris, give me your height, your color, and your hood, King. Uh, six one Long Beach. Long Beach checking in. Drop that. Come on, Miles. Let's go. Yay, yay. What's on your mind today, King? We're talking Christmas, right? Absolutely. Merry Christmas, baby. You <laughs> showed it to me nice. Got me a diamond ring for Christmas. I'm living in <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I threw up in my mouth just a little bit just now, more. So I don't know. Hey, listen, I wanted to talk to you about a little something that I heard you talk about earlier. We're talking about a psychological condition. Why? Why not? How come black people don't support black people? Well, there was an experiment done about fifty years ago. You can go on YouTube and check it out. A little black girl was asked to choose between a white doll and a black doll, which was the pretty doll and which was the ugly doll. She thought that the white doll was pretty and the black doll was ugly, and then they asked her which doll. Which doll represented you? And she chose the black doll. Now, that's a psychological conditioning, but black people are not the only ones that have been subjected to that psychological playbook. Latinos, I went to Lincoln High School 50 years ago. Everybody's Latino, right? But if you came from Mexico, they used to call you a wetback. And here, you know, them your kinfolk, they would call you a wetback. So all this stuff is psychological. And in terms of the queens, the queens have got it going on. Queens are not distracted like we are, Danny. Mm, there's the word right there. Maybe that's all it is. They're not distracted like us. Men and men are easily distracted. Women, men, men, women ain't distracted like I didn't say they didn't have no shortcomings, but they don't have the distractions that that we have to deal with. And women are making less money today, which ain't no shock. That ain't no shock to nobody. But they're the ones buying more homes than single men are. That's right. Don't give it to them. Yeah, I gotta so give them love, man. I'm distracted right now with the beauty in the room right now. I know, dude. I got some beautiful queens in the room right now. <laughs> uh, Morris, I'm up against it, man. I got to bounce. Keep in contact with your boy all week, okay? You got it. Appreciate y'all. Forrest, man, stay on. I, I want to get to Forrest. We'll get him on the other side. Can we do that, Miles? We'll try. See what we can do. 
Um, 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. How y'all ladies doing real fast? We up against it real quick, real quick. Wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Wow. Thanks for having us. She's beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Co-owner, co-founder, huh? Mm-hmm. We're going to get into all that in a second. EBL Hair is in the building. Been anticipating this for like days now. Y'all got the best socials, I swear. I ain't got to do no work. We will talk to them in a few. News and traffic right now. Middays with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there. 1580 Santa Monica. Justice and compensation. Call Jeff Anderson and Associates to learn more. I'm natural. February 2002. I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. To become the woman that I am inside. 97 dreadlocks all gone. I looked in the mirror. I want some locks. Come on. Uh, uh. I am not hey. uh. I am not your Midday with Danny Morse, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh. I am not my hair. This is EBL hair. <laughs> you ain't aware. Don't be scared. Uh. That's a remix, Miles. That's off the dome, by the way. You love the remix. You de- you're jealous. I can tell it was off the dome. Why you, why you, what does that mean? It just sounded like it was it was off the cuff. It was uh, my cadence was off, but you get it. <laughs> By the way, Middays with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580. Today is another one of my small Black Business Mondays, where along with help from my KBLA brand managers Ilya Daly and Lisa Wright, we highlight a Black-owned business, bring them on to the Danny Mo Show to briefly discuss their journey, their struggles, perhaps offer up some great advice for Black entrepreneurs, and of course tell you about the bomb products they have available. I'm honored <laughs> to welcome EBL Hair. Into the KBLA Talk 1580 studio since their first day in business. <laughs> Give me a second here. Endless Beauty LLC. I didn't even know that's what that stood for, by the way. Has been offering their customers quality products at an unbeatable price. They are a mother-daughter team that was once just like you. Dealing with the struggles of finding a reputable company that sold quality hair when they wanted it. They were tired of being lied to, ripped off, and unable to find the quality that they were paying for. So they decided to launch their own brand. And give people the quality that they were so desperately looking for. They offer quality products that look so natural that people will think it's growing from your scalp. They're <laughs> it's important. I'm just reading That's for important. I'm just reading what you put on the website. Yes. Their core values are quality, honesty, and integrity, and they guarantee that you will receive all three. At Endless Beauty LLC. They oh, that's a bar right there. You right. will receive all three at Endless Beauty LLC. Go on in. <laughs> they will never sacrifice quality for price. They hope that they can earn your continued business and that you will love and care for the products you purchase from them, from them, us for year from us for years to come. Got mm-hmm. you. They know that you have many options to choose from and they are dedicated to making sure that you choose them every time. So allow me to welcome on to the Danny Mo Show for the small black business Monday. Mom and daughter Tashira Tashiro. And Sierra Johnson, yes. owners and founders of EBL Hair. How we doing? Good. How are you? Thank you for having us. Stumbling through the whole thing now. <laughs> Talk to me, ladies. You started this business back in May? Yes. In May. What made you, I know I kind of gave a synopsis just now. What made you do it? What was it? Just the lack of quality, the availability. Um, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, pull that mic to you. Please. Yeah. Just all of that uh, combined. Um, we just we were fed up with being lied to. You know, a lot of times they'll say that they're selling 100 percent human hair, but mm. it'll have synthetic fibers or is individuals that don't look like us that don't wear our hair that's selling it. So they don't know how it's supposed to be. We're naturals. Both of us are naturals. So 
if we put hair extensions in, we want to look like it's our hair. We don't yeah. want mm. it to scream weave, weave. Mm. fake hair. Yeah. yeah. So. so you know you're taking my, my questions. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I gotta, sorry. You know we got to talk about the Asian community dominating that entire industry. Yeah. Yes. I mean, what do you do about that? Because a lot of African Americans tend to go there because from what I hear, they don't want black people knowing their hair business. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why they go to the Asian people, and it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell those people that say, got to go there, man, I'll save money? Well, the thing is, once you see the quality of our hair extensions, you're going to want that quality, okay? Um how long they last. You might get like a cheap hair extension, but then it won't eat into oh, the mic. Come on. Okay. Um, you can got you can buy cheap hair extensions and it won't last for several years and then you're ended up, you know, rebuying hair over and over again. So if you take a one one time purchase of really quality hair, it's gonna last you for several years. You could buy hair and it lasts you years? Is that yeah. what you just said? This yeah. is actually um, my third install with this hair. Um, I've taken it out, washed it and re-put it back in. How do you wash it? Washing machine? No. <laughs> Tumble dry? What are we talking about? Come on, Danny. <laughs> Come on, Danny. We're talking nope. about hair. Just like you wash your normal hair. Well, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? This whole different conversation. You're going to wash, you're going to condition it, and you're going to treat it just like your normal hair. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So you could either spend less money and you're continually buying Re-buying. it over and over, or you're dealing with the... The tangles, the, the, tangles matting, the matting, the shedding, everything. Yeah. You can make it's a so- one-time purchase, and then you'll be set. Okay, so I just found out off topic. I just found out this weekend that there is actually a grading chart mm-hmm. on hair texture. Mm-hmm. Like there's C4, C3. Is, it, mm-hmm. is that real? Yeah. It's for the curl pattern. Yeah. 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 What is it? Describe that. Break that down for me. Well, it's just basically the natural hair community. It doesn't have anything to do with hair extensions, but it's the natural hair community. And they kind of describe their curl pattern as um, the tighter or the looser your hair texture is. Or the nappy or the straight. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> the tighter or the new looser. <laughs> we keep it real on the Danny Mo show. <laughs> so if your, if your hair is as what we call nappy. That's closer to like 4C. That's a 4C. So not C4, 4C. Yeah. But let me correct you because a lot of times people think that, oh, my hair is nappy. But it's not that it's nappy. Or you have bad hair. Yeah. There's no such thing as bad hair. Oh, I wouldn't use bad hair. No, no, no. It's not conditioned, moisturized. Those are the words. Okay. It's not nappy. But those are misconceptions that people have about hair. Oh, my hair is nappy. Well, It's how you care for it. Exactly. How you take care of it. How you care for it. And if you moisturize, condition, and do all those good things, you treat your hair good, guess what? Your hair is going to look good. Where does the misconception come from that black women can't grow their hair long? Where does that come from? Stereotypes. Stereotypes, yeah. Yeah. The stereotypes that women, black women are supposed to have short hair, nappy hair. All of that plays into it. Mm, That's really interesting. Because okay. you see you see all races of people now wearing extensions and mm-hmm. weaves. Go ahead. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Everyone is wearing extensions, all races, okay? But mm-hmm. it's looked upon negative when black it's women black woman, yep. wear it. And uh, well, oh. they're trying to steal our style and inject collagen in their lips and look exactly. like us and their butts and talk exactly. like us and dress <laughs> like us. You don't get me started up in here. Right. Yeah. You know? We're going to get into more in a second. EBL head, can y'all stay for the full hour? Yeah, yes. I got a seven series that I think is right up your head. (laughs) (laughs) That is right up y'all alley. And I was like, I'm going to bring the ladies in and see if they can do it with me, if I can follow it. Find it right now. It is seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. 
Okay. I want to see if it applies to you too. Okay. Okay. All right. We got EBL hair inside for a small black-owned business Monday, 1-800-920-1584. So we'll bring you into the conversation in a second. I know it was your birthday a couple days ago. We might just do that. Middays with Danny Morris, KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. From our heart to your heart. Happy holidays to you and the ones you love. From KBLA Talk 1580. We're riding with Danny Morrison until the wheels fall off. Middays with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. Miles, who was singing that? My reverse options. Think that was uh, Danny Morrison? No, nah, it wasn't me. No, no, no. <laughs> I told you, I'm Luther Vandross in the shower. You tripping, huh? Teddy Pendergrass on the toilet. I'm just saying. I sing better than that. Ca- I'm playing. <laughs> Mid-days with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. We've got EBL hair in studio. Let's go to Forrest, man. Let's bring somebody in while we got our, these beautiful queens inside the studio. Forrest, give me your height, your color, and your hood, King. Uh, 5'10", from Compton. Shaka Zulu Black. <laughs> Count it, check it in, drop that. First of all, happy birthday. I saw the festivities. You guys were having a good time this weekend, huh? Oh, yeah, man. Thanks. We, we went out to Pips on La Brea, which is a black-owned restaurant. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. What are you, 25, 26? How old are you? Uh, 27. <laughs> yeah, you got to take us off speakerphone, man. We're getting some feedback on our end over here. Talk to me. You got anything to say to these beautiful queens we got in the studio, or you want to talk about just in general about black business? I'll say good morning to, to them, or good afternoon, definitely. Good afternoon. And, uh, thank you. Uh, and about black businesses, I'm, I'm not on the speaker. It's just some reason we get an echo. Um, I go to black-owned restaurants all the time, and I think it's up to us to make the, the places that we go to better as well. So let's say, for instance, if I have a, a, a bad experience, I will either call or email mm. or something. The person, I pull them to the side, you know, and I'm, I don't go in there like a high-rate customer or nothing like that. I just say, look, this is what happened, and this is what I think can make, make the situation better. Forrest, pause that real quick. If you guys got some constructive criticism either online or in your face how would you handle that keep it real can they can they tell you what they really think yes because with um when someone is honest yes when someone's honest with you that's how you can grow that's how you can better your business so there's no need to you know get a bad you know pop off or get mad just accept it and see what you can change because if you know you're you know, your business or your, you know, your restaurant, whatever, it's for the people. So you want to please your customers. You want to please the audience. So if they're telling you that there's something that you can change or something to improve on, you know, think about that, reflect, and, like, don't just, like, knock it off. Like, you know, try to change it and implement that into your business. She's amazing. Has she been told she looks like Yara Shahidi? Have you yes. heard that? <laughs> you look exactly like like. <laughs> I don't see it. You don't see it? You God, you remind me of her a lot. Forrest, what else you got, man? Oh, well, basically that was it. You know, just try to uh, give them construct- constructive criticism, basically to to help their business. You know, like you might not want to put the person with the worst attitude on the register because <laughs> that's the first person they see who's taking your order. You know, I had experience like that, and I let the manager know. You know, not necessarily her attitude, but it's everything that plus what happened to me in the in the first place to make me go to you. You know, bad experience from the from the time I got in there first. From yeah. the first time I got in there. So that's all I'm saying is that we can help each other 
to become better. Yeah, but here, here's the problem with what you're saying, and that is we won't go back. And that's right. what bothers me. Like, we don't give each other grace. I'm with you that I've also encountered some bad attitudes. I've encountered some bad service overall. But I will lend whatever knowledge I have to whatever business, and I'll say, hey, look, I want to come here. I want to be a regular customer, but y'all got to change this. And I won't say it with attitude. I won't be a jerk about it. But y'all, I mean, right. come on. Right. All right. Thanks for the call, Forrest. I appreciate you. Happy birthday, King. Have a good Thank day. You. Thank you. Appreciate Have it. a good day. All right. Bye-bye. You know, there are some that say, yeah, I don't want to tell these black women anything. I don't want to get chewed out live. I mean, is that not a fair fear? No, that's a misconception also. Stereotype. That's a stereotype. Is it? Yes. Why it? do we always have to have the angry black woman syndrome? Ooh. Okay. Let's not go there. <laughs> so, so I'm sure you've gotten some reviews online. Yes. What did they say about EBL hair? Um, great customer service, fast delivery. Um, great really, quality. Great quality. <laughs> great packaging. We've only had positive reviews so, so far. I can't believe you've only been in business since May. Yes. I told you off mic, I could not believe the socials. I was looking at yourself. <laughs> I said, this looks like a 10-year business. Right. Explain how, because, you know, oh, one of my criticisms, shout out to Ilya Daly. We talk about it all the time. We reach these black businesses. They don't have a logo, mm -hmm. website, socials are a mess. I looked at yours. The, the, some of the most professional we've run across. Right. Thank Ex you. What is that? <laughs> that must be you, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's both of us. It's Excuse both of us. Danny, that was me. <laughs> Explain. Actually, she's in training, but um, her talents, my skills, both of us combined, is bring this together. Yes. Let me guess. You're the caption person. <laughs> yeah. And you're the graphics person. <laughs> I am. I figured. So explain explain that process, how that came together, because I think a lot of people need help. Yeah, we um we like to just plan out like everything we post, our content, we talk about it together, and then we're like, you know, we have a plan. I'll design it and then we'll talk about it you know work through like whatever changes she wants us to make we can do that and then you know we'll talk about the caption it's really a collaborative thing yeah everything is collaborative yeah. between us from everything gets approval from both, e of, us. both of us so yeah. whether it's the caption i'm going to her hey what do you think about this whether it's a design or if i come up with a design everything is collaborative yes we're talking to these queens from EBL Hair. And I want to know, you being mom, mm -hmm. you being daughter, Yes. explain this because it looks like you're <laughs> passing on something to your daughter. Yes. Generational wealth. Yes. Explain that thought process. Yes. Well, that thought process, um, because a lot of people want to go into business. I actually managed a Fortune 500 company before. And so a lot of the little details that you were mentioning, um, the logo, the, the email, the email, presenting yourself like a business is important, which I... She brings that to the business. I bring that to her. <laughs> the experience. Yes, mm -hmm. because um, you can't go out there saying that you want to... You can't go out saying that you want to um, be this business. This is a type of... Um, you want to have a professional business. You want to have a corporation. And then yes. you're doing things like having no logo. Looks or like it's sinking in what you're teaching right. her. Now look at this. <laughs> yeah. So what sets you apart from all these other hair places? Because there's a lot of them in Los Angeles. There is. And I would say the thing that separates us is definitely the quality. Um, definitely that we care about what we are giving our customer. We're not just in business to make a dollar yes we do want to make a profit but we also care about educating our community on things like taking care of your natural hair mm -hmm. um 
things like that, not just only to sell our extensions, but our passion for helping other people um, and caring what we provide, you know, mm. not just saying, oh, being proud of what we get yes, something that we could be proud of. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, what they say is if a person goes to your business and has one bad experience, they will tell 10 people. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if they have one good experience, they'll also tell 10 people. Mm-hmm. Right. So one bad experience can screw everything up. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's get into the seven series. I need you guys' help today. Okay. You know, you bring your beautiful selves inside my studio. <laughs> you know, I figure we might as well just do it with the queens when they come up in here. Okay. This is Break it down. seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses, and I'd love to have you give some thoughts on your own. Is that cool? Yes. Cool. If y'all want to add to the discussion, you know what to do. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. Here's number one. They got a bad attitude over there. <laughs> now, look, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for black women being a little sharp-tongued on occasion. It's true that perhaps a little etiquette training would go a long way for a few of the queens out there. But nobody knows black people better than black people. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's having a rough day, perhaps you could bring it to their attention to help them along the way. Let's not forget that we are fairly new at this business thing. And we need time to get our mannerisms right. Is that fair? Um, you think it's a misconception overall that black businesses I think have bad a, attitudes. Yes, I think it's a misconception. Um, I disagree. I think with it's you. a stereotype. Well, you know what? It depends. Anyone what, could have a bad attitude. Yeah. I, I think it's maybe not as prevalent as people like to let on. Mm-hmm. But to say that it's not happening is not true because I think a lot of us have dealt with it. Now, is that the employee or is that the business owner? Because now you could have a bad employee. Does it matter? No, but I'm just saying, when you're saying black businesses, um, is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I see where you're going. And, and, and I think that's kind of the point that we talk about on this broadcast. Like, we don't do that with Target. Right. Exactly. You, you go know? to Target, you go somewhere else, you have a bad experience. And no one's saying, oh, Target, you know, they're not. They're bring- unprofessional. Or they're- yeah. They look at the individual. So why, when it comes to black businesses, why aren't they looking at that individual? I think the person shopping there would say, because you have such a small staff, mm-hmm. nobody should have a bad attitude up in there. So but, it does. It is more reflective of mm-hmm. the the entire business. business. Is that not fair? But how do they know how how what how much of the staff they have? Like you don't know. You wouldn't know. You know. You know. It's you a small wouldn't staff, know. Though, wouldn't but you wouldn't know what how, what our staff is. Okay. You know. Okay. I hear you. Just because we're a black-owned business doesn't mean that we don't have any staff. I think one is going to assume if you're a black-owned business. You probably have a smaller staff. I said, mm-hmm. These are assumptions. Mm-hmm. And if you do have bad attitudes on the staff, it's incumbent upon you as the business owner to make sure that's not happening. Right. And you know what our job is at EBL here is not to defend all these other brands, but to let you know that if you um, work with us, if you deal with us, you're not going to have a bad attitude. We're going to handle it accordingly if there are any issues. And what, that's what is a bad attitude? Perhaps we need to diagnose that. I think a lot of people think just because maybe you had a bad day and you're not all happy-go-lucky, you got a bad attitude. What is bad attitude? I would say bad attitude is being rude. Um, that's a bad attitude. Just because someone maybe don't speak to you, that's not necessarily bad attitude. You don't know what happened in that individual's life. You know, it could be 
they could have just had someone pass away. Anything could have happened. True. But I feel like if someone is being rude and they're talking down or they're then that's a bad attitude. Or if you're coming to them saying, hey, I have a problem and they're not looking to resolve that problem, then that's a bad attitude. Yeah. Some I, of that, too, though, could be reflected in like the person's personality. Like you could just naturally like that's just who you are as a person. Then they shouldn't be on the front line. They yeah. definitely shouldn't. You know, I would say that. Yeah. I go to these festivals around Los Angeles sometimes, and there'll all be these beautiful black-owned businesses out there with their booths and selling their wares. And I'll walk up, and I'll be looking through their products. Nobody will stand up to talk to me. Right. Yeah. They'll watch me looking at their stuff. Mm-hmm. but no, And I'm like, you know, I got, I got money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, here, I'm buy, here for you. I'm here for y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all not going to, you know, approach the customer here? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a bad attitude, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's that could be something, like, that's just who they are. That's not something like, oh, maybe you had a bad day that day. Maybe it's just, like, that's just Then you shouldn't be in business you if you're not really. Business. What are you yeah. doing they with a business? Be in business? Exactly. You think I just agree. setting up a booth at some festival is enough? No. I agree. Sell your brand. You have to sell your brand. And that's why when I meet people, I always walk up to them, and I always say, this is EBO hair. Do you stroke your hair just like you I just sure did? I sure do. I wow. sure do. This is EBL here. You're like, so what do you do? This is EBL here. This is what I do. This is what I do. I glow. <laughs> I love it. We are talking to EBL here. If you haven't already noticed, by the way, talking to a mom and daughter, Tashiro and Sierra Johnson, the owner and founder, owners and founders, plural, of EBL here. Let's get to number two here, okay? We're doing seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. Number one was they got a bad attitude over there. Here's number two. You know, their products ain't as good as Target's or Walmart's, Joe. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think about that. You know what? Maybe not. Some are. Some aren't. It varies depending on the quality of the business. That's the truth. But here's the thing. Anything that has to be mass produced has to have additives and preservatives and more junk added to it. Locally owned and operated products are likely all natural. Mm-hmm. Made with human hands, too. Especially in black-owned restaurants. I'll go with the custom product over mass-produced products any day. Plus, I'd rather fatten the pockets of a black owner than some Wall Street exec any day. What do you think? I think that... Um, Are your pro- what, Could somebody say that your products aren't as good as the big dogs because you No, no, are- no, no. We hang in with the big dogs. Okay. okay? Explain, explain why. Because, like I said, it's the quality. I mean, you don't wear hair you extensions, know. but... Anyone who wear hair extensions, they can try our product and they can compare. We also do free samples for anyone that's looking to um, try it. Now, another thing, when you were talking about mass production, that's another thing with us because a lot of people are saying, when are your wigs coming out? When are your wigs coming out? Now, oh, you don't sell wigs? We do. No, no, no. We do. But guess what? We're not mass producing. Our wigs are going to be custom made. Uh. We are your case in point. Yeah, this yes. is yeah. We are not like remember when I said we're not just selling something to sell something, okay? Mm. When we sell something cuz I'm sure we've all seen people wearing these lace wigs because it's popular, but you can see all this lace, you can see all this glue with EBL, that's not going to happen. Like I said jokingly okay. on this show, y'all got to fool me. <laughs> you <laughs> should you have to you should have to fool me, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. You have to look twice. You, you shouldn't have to know. You shouldn't have to know. And that's the difference between EBO and mass production because a lot of times people, they want to have this mass production just because, oh, this is what's popular. But we are not going to sell something just to sell it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. See, right, hold, was, hold on, oh, hold on. Okay. We, we up against it. Yara okay, Shahidi, so. slow, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> when we come forward, we'll come to you. It look like you got okay. something really important to say. I want you to add to it. <laughs> quick. And I want to ask you also about installs when we come back, too. Okay. All right. You do installs? Yes. One says no, one says we'll talk about she that. She hasn't said anything. <laughs> News and traffic right now. EBL <laughs> hair <laughs> inside Midtays of Danny Morrison. Stay there. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. This ain't your grandfather's talk radio. The conversation with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. We've got EBL hair, a special appearance by Yara Shahidi inside Midtays. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Midtays of Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, beautiful mom and daughter. Uh, owner and founder to Cheryl and Sierra Johnson. We're inside my seven series talking about not only the business, but also talking about seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. And somebody had a question or a comment in your uh, your live. Go ahead and read that over the air and we'll attack that. Oh, basically they said that let them know that you guys are amazing and that you um, help people and that you help people deal, adapt to their lifestyle lifestyle what does that mean when they say you help them adapt to their lifestyle because with um actually this individual she what she works out and she was looking for something that she's able to work out in so during the day when she's at the gym working out she can wear her she can put the extensions in um wear curly you know flat flat iron it at night when she's going to do something so it's just um low maintenance easy maintenance a nice protective style well there's a good question to talk about (laughs) you know that's another criticism misconception black women don't work out because they don't want to mess up their hair right Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm pretty sure you have certain products on your product line that will guard against that right or do you well, basically, our extensions guard against it because you could wear it straight like this, or if you wet it, it's going to curl up and have like a nice body wave or a nice um, curl pattern to Depending it. Depending on the texture. Yeah, you just put some. Even if your hair is 4C. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know how to four use C. the terminology <laughs> now. C. If you are 4C. C4. 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 You it's said it was 4C. <laughs> oh C4 is what I used to drink before the workout, girl. <laughs> Uh, let's get back into a seven series, seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. One was, they got a bad attitude over there. <laughs> Two is, their products ain't as good as Target's or Walmart's. Here's number three. Why they charge so much? This is easy. <laughs> okay. so, hold on, hold okay. on. <laughs> you, you speak on one. Let me give my opinion first. Okay, give your opinion. Supply and demand. Chances are very likely that two things are happening with that black-owned business. One, on the front end and on the back end. On the front end is the wholesale price. That business cannot buy at a price that the big dogs can buy because she obviously won't be selling as much inventory as her big competitor. And on the back end, she has to pass that price on to you with the slimmest of margins, too. It's a higher price, but with a far less margin than the big box stores. Tell me what you think. Well, my answer to that is... We never go anywhere. You don't go to Target. You don't go to Louis Vuitton. You don't go nowhere and say, why are they charging so much? Facts. Guess what? You pull out your money. You pull out that wallet and you pay. So why, when you go to a black-owned business, why is price even a, why is it a topic? Because we don't trust each other. Right. They think you're gouging them just because. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And to me, that's a personal problem. That's not the 
problem of the business. That's a community problem. That ain't yes. no personal problem. Yes. We got to get past that. We have to mm-hmm. get past it. If you have got a high quality product. You're charging as you deserve. Come on, Yara. Yep. You charge what you're worth. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. That's facts right there. Yep. I. I go into these businesses and a couple of them know that I'm from KBLA and they'll say, well, this one's on the house. And I go, charge me. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. Right. Mm-hmm. Charge me. I want y'all to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Support. I don't need nothing free from you. Right. Char- don't overcharge me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some people will do that. You know, right. some people do that. Oh, so since you're paying, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and triple the price. Yeah. No. Charge me. And you have a price. Yes. You have a menu on your website. Right. Mm-hmm. This is how much it is. Right. Come pay it. Mm-hmm. And no one has to or explain. Don't. No one has to explain this is what our margin is. This We don't have to explain that. It's what we feel like we should based either, off of everything. You either pay or you don't. It's, and I feel like. I feel like we need to, that's something that we need to stop. Either we're going to support each other or we're not. That's a nugget. Miles, that's a nugget right there. We're either going to support each other or we're not. Mm-hmm. That's like, can we all just get along? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a, real talk. Let's get back to it. Seven series, seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. Here's number four. Why are they always running out of stuff? <laughs> now, here we go. Check it out. The black businesses that I know are always in R&D mode. They're always performing research and development on their products, on their staff, on their clients, etc. And let's be honest, we African-Americans are a fickle bunch. So until they have at least a year's worth of data that shows what their inventory level should be, they got to play a guessing game some of the time. Guess too high, you're throwing away excess product when it spoils. Guess too low, you run out of stock. The only way to curb this is what? Frequent the business, y'all. <laughs> so what do you think when they say, they always running out of stuff. Why? And, and that does happen. Let's keep it real. Okay. Why do you think that's happening? Um, I'm not, you know what, as far, I can't speak on every, anyone else's business. business. I only can speak on my business. And I feel like with the black community, um, like when we started, we didn't have anyone to pick up the phone call and say, hey, help me with this. Where other sometimes other have you, mentors. Yeah. And... Other um, races, they might have mentors or someone that they could pick up. Everything that EBL did, we did a From lot experience. of research. We did a lot of research and we invested our own money. OK, sometimes small businesses they might not have the resources to invest their own money or they have a certain amount that they need to invest and they're running out so and sometimes it could just be bad management Mm -hmm. up top you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i can't speak on that but i know that we have inventory we've tried to position ourselves um not as a small business owner but just as a business owner you know, can we speak on what you just touched on? Mm-hmm. Getting resources available to run your business. Mm-hmm. Have the banks been kind to you, or have you? We have no. you had some roadblocks along the way, or have you even dealt with the banks at all? No, everything we financed on our own. Is there a reason for that? Just because that's how I like to. We like to do business. Okay, I, we don't want to owe anyone. Okay, if you have good. No. If you have the resources to do that, that's yeah. great. But there's a lot of businesses that don't. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There are programs out there. There are different things. When we started, because we didn't have the tools to pick up the phone to call 
and had to do a lot of research, I started a Facebook group for small businesses to join, you know, so that we can share that. There's grants. There's different things out there. We what is that called? Don't just go gloss over that. What's, <laughs> okay. what's the name of that group? The name of the group is... Um, Shop EBL Hair Network Mixer. It's on Facebook. It's it's on Facebook. Um, We put it out there because, like I said, we have a passion for helping other people. And a lot of times we do see businesses, small businesses, you know, how you were saying, they haven't presented themselves in the professional way that we want to be able to give back to those individuals. And a lot of times, you know, on social media, everybody want to charge for everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, charge for this, charge for that. This is something that we've promoted, that we've put out, that we are not charging a dime for. Because you know what? We want to reach back and help somebody else. And I think that's the only way that our community is going to get better. Is Work by together. Working together. Reaching out. Helping somebody else. Being the mentor. And not only worried about yourself. I don't need to compete with you because I got my thing. You don't need to compete with me. Let's all win together. It's room at the table for all of us. If y'all ain't shopping at EBL hair, I'm uh, <laughs> Ilya Daly's going crazy outside the studio right now because y'all dropping some nuggets today. Yes. This is what we need black businesses mm-hmm. to understand. But sometimes people are so competitive. They don't want to. Like I'm, I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out. I don't even know. There's some people who did join the group but some people are just so competitive where they don't they want to hold everything to themselves what is that about by the way i don't know what that's about because i'm not like that what i've learned what i've learned i'm pouring it into my daughter okay what she's learned i encourage her to pour it into someone else and guess what you i'm reaching back to Mm -hmm. somebody else to people that i know Mm. and i'm bringing them along because i want all of us to win Let's get it together. Sarah, what do you think that's about? It'll give I you a think, little... I'll say, because you kind of touched on it before where you, um, you know, where you're saying that me helping other people doesn't take anything away from my business. I think people have a misconception or an idea that, you know, if I provide knowledge or if I, you know, I have all of these things, if I'm giving that to other people, that that's going to take away from my myself. And I feel like that's why people have an issue with, you know, sharing their knowledge because they think that it's a threat to themselves. When really, like my mom is saying, you can help everybody. Everybody can win together. The, there's enough pie for everybody. There's enough yes. pie for everyone. Exactly. What do you say to those people that say it might go back to slave days and Willie Lynch and all of that? Some people think it has to do with that, pitting slaves against one another. And here we are going through the same thing in 2021. Yeah, we can't pit each other against one another. We have to, in order for the black community to grow, we need to work support together. each other, work together, grow together, learn together. Y'all better pass the offering tray around. That's all I'm saying. Welcome to EBL Church. Shoot. Preach. Preach. When we come forward, we will continue the discussion. 1-800-920-1580. Mid-Tales with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about, as you can see. We know you have options, but thank you. Thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Midday is Danny Morris of KBLA Talk 1580. We are live. I hope these ladies know we are live, ladies. <laughs> EBL Harris in the building to Cheryl, Sierra. In here talking about their business. Help me out with my seven series today. Seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. Number one is they got a bad attitude over there. Two is their products ain't as good as Target or Walmart. 
Three is, why they charge so much? Four is, they always running out of stuff. Here's number five. They open too late and they close too early. Why aren't they open more days per week? What is the most controllable expense in a business? Labor. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a clientele, you can't keep paying your employees to sit there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have employees, they can't keep the doors open. So once again, the only way to curb this is Shop. to frequent your freaking business, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speak exactly. on that, huh? I don't know what your hours are, but you don't have a brick and mortar, though, right? No, but um, online, we're open 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the way, we got to get into that because there's also a code, a discount code that you want to toss out by the end of the broadcast. Yes. You want to do that now? Yeah, Go ahead. sure. Um, for anyone listening on KBLA, we're offering 15% off just KBLA 15 in the shopping cart. Y'all might see me walk out of here looking like, <laughs> looking like James Brown. Like and also, I want to add that um, we're going to be at your network mixer on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Uh-huh. So if anybody have any questions, anybody want to meet us, we'll be there. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Yeah, give them love for this interview because, wow, <laughs> knocking it out the park. Let's get back to it, though. Seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned businesses. Here's number six. They don't follow up. This one's important. That's I'll important. admit it's a problem. And we'll make excuses for it. We black businesses should contact a potential client, sell them the product, thank them for their business, then follow up with a phone call or an email a couple weeks later, if not sooner. That is how you build a database for your business. If you're out of sight, then you're out of mind. I just think that most queens have their hands in so many buckets that follow up is sometimes the casualty. Is that fair? That not with PPL, yeah. I'm sure y'all, I'm sure y'all <laughs> be following up. We follow up. So yes. take take up through the process real fast. We're up against it, but real quick, what do you do when someone buys from you? What's the next step? Well, first of all, they're going to get an automatic email saying, "Hey, thank you for purchasing with us. This is what you ordered." Mm-hmm. Um, then, when it's time for tracking, when you'll their order ship, email. you're going to get a tracking email, and then um, after your product is shipped, we'll follow up with you and say, "Hey." making sure that everything is okay. Um, and then we'll ask for a review. Like mm-hmm. if they, you know, have time, give us a review. Nice. You know? What does the review take place? You got, is it Yelp? Where do you go? N- no, no, we have um, Google review. They could do a Google review or they can go directly on our website. And, and that, we provide them with links to And that is shopeblhair.com, right? Yes. yes. Shopeblhair.com. You guys got a bunch of people calling right now, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're almost done here. We might take one before we go. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morris. The KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there. Middays with Danny Morris. It continues when we come forward. Appetite. History is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. Middays with Danny Morris. KBLA Talk 1580. Talking to mom and daughter, to Cheryl and Sierra Johnson. Helping me with my seven series from EDL Hair. It's been a, a pleasure, Queens. Thank you. Let's get to the phone calls. Your, your website is blowing up right now. Huh? <laughs> I appreciate my audience so much. God bless y'all for supporting this wonderful black-owned business. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Let's go to Leslie. Leslie, give me your height, your color, and your hood, Queen. I'm Leslie. I'm five and I'm black, and I'm from Tulsa. Hey. Uh, dr- drop that. Drop that. Come on, Miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's on your mind? We, I'm up against yeah. it. I got like two and a half minutes here. What's on your mind? Hey, I just want to tell you, congratulations. I am so proud to see a black-owned hair business because I'm a lead where I've been wearing it for years and it's been horrible dealing with the Asians who know nothing about our hair. <laughs> so I have to tell you, ladies, thank you for giving You're me welcome. 
You're welcome. Thank you. EBLHair.com. Uh, Leslie, we appreciate you, Queen. Thank you so much for the call. Have a good one. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the Asian community dominates this industry. It's important to know your yeah, your well, EBL hair is on the scene, guys. What do you say to those people that say that? I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier that say, I want to deal with people that don't know my hair business. That's why we go to these Asian people. What do you say to those people that say that? Sorry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you have to. <laughs> the black community in whatever city says there's always a small minority of people in each city. And if you do go to a black-owned business about your hair, let's say that you wear a weave. You don't want people knowing you wear a weave. Maybe that's what it is. Is it really just that simple? Maybe. Well, we don't know them personally, but I can guarantee that when you put EBL hair extensions in, nobody's going to know. Girl, you're doing a commercial right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check it out. Our number seven, by the way, is because we're doing our seven series, which is seven criticisms levied upon female-led black-owned business. Number seven is I can't trust them. So let me get this straight. You'll trust that Asian nail place above a black-owned business. You'll trust that national department store above a black-owned business. When a lot of these people are making racist remarks about us behind our backs, we're going to get into that right now. And we continue to hand them our money. It amazes me how we can trust non-black people before we can trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to the white man for doing such a wonderful job cooking that self-hatred into us. It worked. They must be proud. What do you think about that? We already kind of talked on that. Amen. You know? Amen. Nothing. I agree. We <laughs> have to trust each other. We have to other. trust each other. And y'all need to trust EBL Hair at shopeblhair.com. EBL They're going to be at the brand mix two days from now on Wednesday. And uh, break down that discount code real fast. KBLA15 for 15% off. 15% off. Get yourself some her. <laughs> Buy some her. And then come to the brand mixer with your new her. All right? Appreciate y'all, Queens. Are absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having us. We all done Such set the pleasure. bar. That's the new bar. Y'all set the new bar on this show. <laughs> oh, what do they get? Small Black Business of what? the Month? Is that what it is? <laughs> I gave it to them. Wow, Miles. I love it. <laughs> Good luck. God bless. Go. D.L. Hughley Afternoon Show is up next. Keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Be good. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.